Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, it's time for B-A-Q-A. Ah, B-A-Q-A. Ah, ah. Okay. I can't believe I'm doing it. I feel embarrassed. <laughs> I love thing. it. B-A-Q-A. Q-A. Uh, B-A-Q-A. 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 Q-A. Okay. All right, I'll back you up. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Uh, we have Delian Vados from Slaying the Stock Market and Delian the Money Coach joining us on B-A-Q-A this week. Delian, thank you so much for sticking around and taking some questions from our B-A fam. Yes, let's hear them. All right. And just a reminder, if you guys want to ask us a question, you can go to our IG, send us a DM or at Brand Ambition Podcast on IG or hit us up on our email, brandambitionpodcast at gmail.com. All right, let's get into it. We have a couple of juicy questions. The first one, I think Delian and I both feel deep in our our, our hearts, um, <laughs> comes from an anonymous listener who says, I really need your help. I can't seem to stop impulse buying. I'm shopping on Amazon multiple times a week. I'm always checking out with PayPal, which has my Amex linked to it. And my credit card is on food apps like Panera and Starbucks. I feel like I always have access to cash. Every month, I'm accumulating like $700 to $900 in credit card debt and pay it off only to end up in more debt the next month. I just want to save my money and buy a house or invest. Thank you for reading this and helping me out. Oh, man. <sighs> this was me in the, the beginning of the pandemic. Amazon? I feel it. One click shopping? Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a reason I feel to make that. it easy. Yep. So, what do you have to say to this listener, this dear, dear impulse buying? Yeah. First of theme? all, don't beat yourself up because the marketing machine is very real and it's mm. very powerful. So, you are not like, you know, a failure or there's not something wrong with you because you can't just seem to resist the ads because they are powerful. And I totally get that. I used to do this too when I had insomnia. I had terrible insomnia and I would wake up in the middle of the night and just like you, all of my credit cards were saved to my phone. So it was very, very easy to shop while I was, you know, uh, unable to sleep. And then packages would arrive in my house and I didn't even remember what I ordered. It was, Mm. you know, a problem that was spiraling out of control. And the only way that I was able to solve that is by taking the credit cards off the phone. I had to stop. And also I had to get new card numbers because it was so bad to the point where I had memorized my credit card numbers. (laughs) 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> when you know your 16 digit credit card number, that's how you know you may have a problem. So, so I had fun. to get new cards take the numbers off my phone. And then also I had to ask myself, what is triggering this? It's just like anything else, like food or anything else that you're like overdoing. What is triggering this? What is the emotion that's happening here? What am I feeling before and after I make these purchases? And you really have to have that moment of truth with yourself and, and be like, am I trying to fill a void? Am I bored? Am I sad? Am I, is this how I celebrate happiness? Is this how I celebrate anything? Um, and really start understanding what's the underlying emotion that's driving this behavior because I can teach you how to make a spreadsheet all day long. I can talk to you about the, the, you know, the opportunity cost of like the money that you're wasting that should be invested in the stock market. I can talk your head off about that all day long, but that's not going to get down to like the emotional trigger that's causing this behavior. Mm. Yeah, it's all about the mindset too. And it's a and exactly that trigger. And it's about what is your so for me it being an I I, I suffer from impulse control when it comes to eating. I have my whole life. And for mm -hmm. me it's about, you know, am I setting myself up to be successful or am I setting myself up to make choices that I just beat myself up for later? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And for me it looks like maybe don't purchase the foods that you know will trigger or maybe make sure that you're getting good night's sleep so that you're not tired, cranky and upset later and taking care mm -hmm. have a, have a nap. You know what I'm saying? Have a nap so that you're not we talked about naps in the last week, but have a nap so you're not so haggard and tired that you, you know, you try to cure yourself with like iced coffee with tons of sugar in it. Um I love your tip to remove your credit cards. And I want to address the part of this question where they're asking about, you know, I just want to save my money and buy a house or invest. So here's my trick for that. I don't look I I wouldn't I I personally cuz I struggle with this too. I wouldn't focus so much on the things that you're buying that are taking you away from those goals. What I think you should do is treat your investing and your saving almost like a credit card bill. So make it a bill that you pay to yourself and automate that ish like that is the way that that I have, you know, gotten to where I have financially by by not worrying so much about how much I'm spending on groceries each month or eating out on, you know, DoorDash or Uber Eats or whatever, but how just making sure that I I automatically am saving and investing each month so that even if I have a slip up a slip up quote unquote here and there, I can still rest easy knowing I'm still in the market. Like I'm still investing automatically because I know myself enough to know if I have to manually do it, I may not make the wisest choice if it comes between me or, you know, that special, the new wardrobe that I'm looking for, or the new gadget or whatnot. So can you get to a place where you have paid off your credit card debt? Okay. Keep it, delete your credit cards from Amazon and all these apps. Keep it, you know, get all your plastic off, like Delianne has said, and then let a month go by where you actually don't have credit cards and then set up some automatic payments and start paying yourself automatically. And maybe with the knowledge that the money ain't going to be there for your mm -hmm. credit card, that yeah. will help you think twice before you actually, you know, make those impulse purchases. Yeah, I want people to think about credit cards. It's not anything evil. First of all, it's there's no morality tied to credit cards. Um, it's again. a tool mm -hmm. just like, yeah, it's just a tool just like anything else. But it's also a privilege to be able to use a credit card. And if you're abusing the privilege, then let's take it away for a minute. Let's reassess this, the, the system. And then we can always reintroduce credit cards down the line. It doesn't mean that you can never, ever use a credit card again. I'm a huge fan of using credit cards, but I also pay it off 100%. And I don't let my credit cards derail me from my other goals. 
Yeah, absolutely. And also, are you guilty? I have, I don't know if I shouldn't say guilty, but I am, I am, I like to, when I was a kid, we would go window shopping. Like literally, mm-hmm. we'd just like go to some major, you know, downtown Atlanta or whatever, to the mall and just look in stores, try things on, not buy anything. And for me, I still get kind of like the endorphin release when I go on to, um, you know, one of my favorite brands websites and just fill up a cart. Yeah. I fill up a cart and I'm like, wow, that's $2,000. I'll come back to it. If I really want yep. it, I'll come back to it. I have so many abandoned online shopping carts and that's that's as far as I let it go late night when I wake up at like two and mm-hmm. Instagram serves me an ad for some like sleep, some loungewear that I've been wanting to try. Damn, those ads. So you said it, the marketing. They are shit. so powerful. They're so good and terrible. But um, that's what I like to do. I, I, I put like a 72 hour time on it. If I put it in my cart and in 72 hours, I still care and I go back to it. Most of the time I forget. I can't yep. even tell you what I was shopping on at 2 a.m. this I morning. I would say 24 hours, honestly. Tw- 24 yeah, you're- <laughs> hours, you're going to completely forget it. Exactly. And it that I think I need it. And that has helped me a lot to just not just put it in your cart and come back to it later. Um, but I, lo- I love you for asking this question, for admitting it, because I know I know for a fact you are not alone. No, um, 100% not. At all. Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. All right, BA fam, you know we work hard and we play hard, but when it comes to investing and having your money in the market, you want your money to be working for you. That's exactly what the Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app can help it do. Keeps your money out there working hard and kicking you-know-what. I love Betterment because it makes it easy for even a beginning investor to figure out how to put their money in the market and set it and forget it and be at peace with that because you know Betterment has got you covered with their automated investment and savings app. Their technology is going to give you advanced tools that are built to help you maximize those returns. All you got to do is visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Security. Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Okay, thank you for your question. Let's go to number two. And just as a reminder, me and Delianne, we're your financial girlfriends today. We are not your financial advisors or financial advisors in general. So take what we are saying with a huge handful of salt, as I like to say, not just a grain, a whole handful. And just know that it's hard for us to give specific advice because we don't know every little detail about you. So with that caveat, and as Delianne says, like, don't sue us. Or if you do, <laughs> direct those to Delianne. She's the attorney here, like, not me. <laughs> not me. All right, number two. This is from a listener named Laura who says, I've worked in nonprofits for years and recently started a government job with a pension. 
I opted into the full pension plan and I have plans to stay in government work until I retire at 55, which is in 27 years. Assuming the world doesn't catch fire by then, I mean, isn't it literally catching fire right now though? Um, I should have about 70 to 100K a year from my pension. I'm currently contributing $50 a month toward my Roth IRA, but I plan to start maxing it out for 2022 and beyond. I also plan to contribute to my deferred compensation plan in 2022, which is like my government's 401k. I should be out of credit card debt by December 2021, thank God, and have my car set to be paid off by 2023. My question is, am I doing too much with the retirement money? I want to lean into enjoying my money now, but I want to be mindful about my future as well. I would love your thoughts. So this was a beefy one. Let me back up and reread a couple things. So what she's asking is she's got $50 a month going into a Roth. She's going to start maxing that out. She's also putting money into her 401k through her government job. She's going to pay off her credit card debt and have her car paid off by by in two years from now. But is she, she has a pension? She's she a pension coming her way. Is she over saving for retirement? Is there such a thing, Delianne? Like, what do you think? There is such a thing. I'm not going to say there isn't such a thing. Um, but I the when people ask this question, it usually means that they don't have a goal in mind. Am I doing too mm. much? Am I doing enough? Um, if you don't know if you're on track, that means that you don't you haven't decided what the track is. Like, where are you heading? And so this is where people tend to spend more money than they should because they don't have any direction for where their money should be going, right? So if you think you're investing enough, you're like, oh, I can spend more. But if you're not investing enough, then you're going to fall short at the end. Now, I understand this person has a pension, which is a unique situation. Not Most people don't have access to a pension. So should you still be investing, you know, quote unquote, ungress- aggressively, even if you have a pension? Yes, because like you, she said, she's 27 years away from collecting on that pension. A lot can change in 27 years, right? You could change jobs, your the pension, something could happen. Pensions are not 100% guaranteed. I know a lot of people think they are, but some of them mm-hmm. sometimes are mismanaged and you don't get the nice. payout that you thought you were going to get. Yep. Um, so you cannot count on it a thousand hundred percent. You know, you have to have a backup plan. So I'm happy to hear that you're investing in other um, vehicles as well. And also, what if you decide that you want to retire early, right? Then the pension is not going to be an option for you because you have to stay. So um, I'm glad to hear that you're investing in these other accounts. Like I said, if you don't know if you're investing enough, then it means that you don't know what your financial independence number is. So that's the first thing you need to do. The formula for financial independence is your annual expenses times 25. That is a guideline. It is not like live and die by it, but is a guideline for you to start. It's like a back of the napkin type of number, but start with that number and then work your way backwards. Okay, well, let, let's say, you know, it was um, your annual expenses are $40,000 a year, 40 times 25 is gonna be a million. So you need a million dollars invested. Now you wanna work backwards. Well, how much do I need to invest per month to reach a million dollars by X age? Because it's also about how fast you wanna hit that number. Some people don't care. They're like, oh, I can wait 20, 25 years to get to it. And some people are like, no, I want to hit it in like 10 years. Obviously those are going to, that's going to look very different, right? Depending on what you want. So I would say find out what your financial independence number is, work your way backwards, and then you'll have a better sense of, you know, how fast do I need to be moving here with my investing? Yeah, I think that's really wise. And I have also found myself in the exact position you're in, Laura, and I've got about a decade on you. So don't feel bad at all. You're about to, if I'm doing my own math, she said she's going to retire at 55, which is in 27 years. So she's in her early 20, wait, early 30, 
I think she's like, she's like my age. She's like, right? yeah, yeah. 45. No, Why she's 35. Ba- she's like we're, 30s, early 30s. We're both so bad at I math. know. This is why I went to law school. No, she's 28. She's 28, Delia. Oh, Delian. oh she, she's I just exactly when I started, 28. Yeah. Beautiful. So you, yeah, amazing. Now, listen, here's my thought. It is, now that we've got the, the really difficult question, how old are you out of the way? Um, my my thing is, it sounds like you're, you're like, you're not enjoying your money um, or maybe you don't have enough left over after all mm. these goals are met to feel like you're enjoying it. So I would always carve out some some of your budget. And it sounds like you're doing really well financially. You're going to pay off your car and you have some credit card debt. You're going to pay that off. You know, how are you spending money on things that you enjoy and pouring into yourself and do it really mm-hmm. mindfully? You can't do all the things because you still have your goals in mind, right? But is there one thing a month or a week that will bring you joy that makes you feel like I am enjoying the fruits of my labor now because YOLO, like you only yes. live once, right? True. My next thing is you're only 28 and my I like to be really aggressive younger. You have time on your side now. If you just double down and, and remember that like, like you, I don't know anything else. Like do you have a family, you have kids, you know, you're in a relationship, whatever, what your future mm-hmm. is going to be like. But I was never, it's so much easier when you can only think about yourself. I cannot even yes. tell you. Like Delianne, look how, look at the glow she has. Look at this that. Is, She's got a dog. When you're single and no kids. You know, <laughs> just like it's a, it's a choice, Delianne, that you made and I did not. And you know, I'm not going to say I regret it. But like, you know what I mean? Like you look really well rested. <laughs> I'm kidding. Like messy. <laughs> but listen, like there is oh, and who's calling me now? It's my speaking of my husband. Um, no, but when you are just making decisions for yourself, it is that is the time I feel like you really want to double down yes. and be excited to be able to pour so much money into your into your investments and you're doing so many amazing things and you're so far ahead I feel like of a lot of people your age that why not you know capitalize on this on this time now and who knows I know you seem pretty dead set on working for the government and another 27 years but that's a long time Laura you don't know what could happen maybe if you start investing now you may not have to go the full like forget the pension can I say that like yes you could make more than the pension I'm kind of talking to my husband right now because he works for the government and he loves to say he has a pension. And I'm like, maybe you could quit and then you would um, have even more than a pension. But anyway, (laughs) that's for our financial therapist, uh, a couple therapists to to work through. But I would just say that, you know, I think when you're young and your 20s, you know, living for yourself and only yourself, that is when you really would double down. So I think you're doing, you know, totally the right thing. But just you know, whatever, find the thing that you value that brings you joy and invest mm-hmm. in that and consider that investment in your own mental health and your happiness because that matters too. A hundred percent. I mean, I think investing is about extending a life that you already love so much. You're building the life that you love. And the whole point of investing is like, I want to maintain this lifestyle for as long as possible. That's what people don't realize. They're like, oh, why do I want to save and invest so that I can enjoy my life when I'm 60? No, no, no. You're thinking about it the wrong way. It's build the life that you love right now today. And then you want to continue that so you don't have to downgrade when you hit your 60s and 70s, right? That is not a cute look to have to budget and cut coupons when you're that old, when you're really going to need all the comforts in life, right? Like in your 20s, in your 30s, you can rough some things. But when you're in your 60s, you don't want to be roughing it in your 60s and 70s. That is not cute. 
You want the most expensive mattress they sell. Yes. You want the most comfiest shoes. Like you want you first go. class baby on the flight. There <laughs> you go. Delian, like what are the – you mentioned on – if you haven't listened to Wednesday's show where I talked to Delian more in depth about her story, I think on that show you talk about how you – you know, you do spend time on yourself and doing things that you love like traveling. But what are some things that – you know, really bring you joy that you say that, you know, have the most value for you as far as when you're going to spend money on yourself, what is that going toward? Oh, I love, I love, um, you know, my love language is like quality time. So anything having to do with like live events, um, Mm. making new memories in person. So obviously traveling is part of that, but um, I love listening to music live, comedy shows live. When I lived in New York City, I was going to a Broadway show like at least once a month. So Aww. I like to take advantage of the activities in my... I am a tourist in my own city, right? So yeah. I will do like the dorky little um, sailboat tours like around the harbor. <laughs> I will do all those things, you know, because yeah. um, I like to enjoy my city as a tourist would. I'm like, I pay a lot of money to live here. <laughs> I want yeah. to enjoy it. So that um, and then on a smaller scale is I love leggings. I'm sorry. I do. I you love mentioned that as if it was an entire category earlier. It Thanks is. for bringing that up again. You're like, I buy it leggings. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Okay. It is something that is just dear to my heart. I used to have a fitness account on Instagram. So I used to be a spinning instructor. I don't know if you knew that. But I, so. Wow. So. Okay. That is from the Peloton. <laughs> yes. All right. Yes. So you should get on me for how my Peloton right now, if you can just see it, it is. Is it, it is collecting home. dust? It's home to my moon pod, which is my, um, <laughs> we had no. flooding because of Hurricane Ida, Delian. I don't know okay. what to tell you. Okay. The if that's pod, why, then okay. I had to save her. So she was, she had to reach higher ground. <laughs> oh my god! I go on a lot of walks in the summer. I don't Peloton as much in the basement because I just want to be outdoors. But, but let me, give me a month when it gets really, you know how New York is, when it gets like nasty then i will be back on the peloton yes it's almost embarrassing that i have one in san diego because it's so stunning here to be outside but i love having it right here in my house (laughs) yeah (laughs) absolutely all right well thank you laura for your question and listen i think you have you're on such a good right track um i think you maybe just needed us to tell you how fabulous you are um and to treat yourself once and we're happy to do that (laughs) so happy (laughs) Thank y'all for your questions. Again, hit us up, Brown Ambition Podcast on IG or Brown Ambition Podcast at gmail.com. And once again, go check out our girl, Delianne, Delianne the Money Coach on IG, I believe. Check the show notes for all of her social handles and you find out how you can enroll in her Slay the Stock Market course. Um, and thank you again, Delianne, for joining us. Thank you so much. This was so fun. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.